What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Retirement Secrets. I am your host, Patrick McNally, and the title of today's show is Salesmen versus Advisors. You've saved, sacrificed, and invested for years. Now, you're no longer getting a paycheck from a job. So the big question for retirement is this. How do you retire with enough income to live the lifestyle you always wanted without the fear of running out of money, going back to work, or becoming a burden on the people you love? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Patrick McNally, and welcome to Retirement Secrets. Okay, guys, welcome back to the show. And before I launch into the show, though, you know I got to give you that all-famous disclaimer. Don't just run out and try the things I talk about. I don't know you. You're not a client of mine. I don't know your situation, so maybe you like some of the things I talk about. Just don't go out and put them into action. Talk to your financial advisor. Talk to your tax person, your CPA, or at least somebody that you trust with your finances before you do it all by yourself. So if you want to find out how I work with people, you can simply visit retirementlifestylesadvisors.com. And you can reach out to me if you have any questions. But there you go. That's the disclaimer. Okay, let's get into the show. Today, we're talking about the difference between a salesman and an advisor. And it's going to kind of revolve around this whole thing that's become much more aware in the public these days is a commissioned-based person and a fee-based person. And I want to break down the differences there. We're going to talk about transparency, disclosures, you know... Uh, a really big F word, fiduciary. So we're gonna talk about what that is. And at the end of the day, you just gotta remember that you have a choice of who you can work with um, with your finances. And that becomes really super important when you're heading into retirement because you just wanna make sure that when you're no longer getting a paycheck, um, you're investing in such a way that it's gonna pay you a paycheck for the next 20 or 30 years. You wanna know what you're paying in fees. You wanna know if you're getting the value for the costs that um, that you pay. I, I speak with people on the phone all the time and I meet with countless people during the week and one of the number one things I see, probably nine out of 10 people, don't actually know what they're paying inside of their accounts. They don't know what they're paying their financial advisor. And those little bitty costs can add up um, to some really big costs over time. So it's really important to understand the type of person you're working with um, and it's not that one it's not that one advisor is bad and one advisor is good it's simply that you understand who you're working with and that you're okay with the structure of the relationship so let's kind of break this down you know commission based salespeople it's pretty simple they're going to sell you investments that generate a commission that you pay typically upfront and that's kind of been the normal wall street method for years um, it's normal in the insurance industry and there's nothing wrong with commissions as long as you know um, that that's what's happening. You, you understand that you're paying for it out of your account. But the fees don't necessarily stop there. Um, you know, uh, uh, anybody today can pretty much call themselves a financial advisor. But I'm going to specifically talk about um, people who deal with investments. I'm not going to get into the insurance industry at all today. So when we talk about investments, and let's say you go down to your local Edward Jones on the street corner. Um, Edward Jones, um, 
typically they're going to sell you mutual funds. And I don't want to call it, I'm just going to call out Edward Jones, but you know, Merrill Lynch and you know, a number of the big companies, they have what's called registered reps, registered representatives. And the licenses that they hold allow them to sell you investments that generate a commission uh, for the advisor and generate a commission for the company. And that's just how it works. And most people kind of get that. Um, sometimes they don't know how much they're paying in commissions, but at least they kind of understand that, you know, I'm going to go meet with one of these advisors and, you know, they're going to recommend that I buy whatever, five or 10 different mutual funds and I'm gonna pay a commission for it, and that's the way it works. So if you understand how that works, that's fine, but is it always in your best interest? Because um, a lot of times there's more fees than just the advisory fee. You gotta understand what you're owning. Um, a lot of these companies will sell you uh, mutual funds that have internal expenses um, that over time add up to be a lot of money. Um, sometimes these mutual funds will pay a commission of five or 6%, but then the, the funds themselves will charge fees of 1% or more on an annual basis. And those are the harder ones to notice because they're not on your statements. You know, you can always ask your advisor what they're, you know, what, what you paid them and they're usually happy to tell you, well, you paid me X amount of dollars and that's all you pay me, but that's not all you pay. Does that make sense? There's fund managers on the different funds that you own and they get paid as well. And then there's turnover costs and there's all kinds of fees that go inside of the investments that you own. So making sure you know what you own is super duper important. Now the other kind of advisor is what's known as a fee-based advisor. And these are typically called registered investment advisors. They hold a different type of license um, than a registered representative. And what they do is they typically charge either hourly fees or um, and, you know, a one-time annual fee, like for a financial planning fee, or they charge what's called a percentage of the assets that they manage, say 1% of the, the management of the portfolio. And the good thing about fee-based advisors is you know exactly what you're paying. Um, Fee-based advisors typically have what's called that fiduciary responsibility. There's that big word there. And basically all that means is they put your interests before their own. And that means typically that registered investment advisors are independent. So they get paid the same no matter what type of investments that they're going to recommend to you. So that's a big deal right there. I'm going to mention that again. Fee-based advisors that charge, say, an annual percentage of the overall portfolio. It, they're gonna make a recommendation to you based on your goals, based on your needs, based on you know what it is that you're trying to accomplish, not based on the investment that pays them the biggest commission, because they don't make one. But you can kind of see a bias that might occur with a commission-based salesperson. If they've got two investments that they're looking at recommending to you, um, let's say mutual fund A and mutual fund B, and they pretty much own the exact same stocks, they pretty much have you know, the exact same um, returns. For all intents and purposes, they're pretty much the same investment, but mutual fund A pays a 5% commission and mutual fund B pays a 1% commission. Well, if you make your living based on commissions, guess which one you're probably gonna recommend? You're probably gonna recommend mutual fund A. So a fee-based advisor, on the other hand, um, looking at two investments for you. Number one, they would use mutual funds that don't pay a commission. Those are called no-load mutual funds. 
Now keep this in mind though is that the funds still probably have their internal expenses so you still need to know that but there's no upfront commission. But it removes the bias in this respect. They look at mutual fund A, mutual fund B, they can look at the costs associated with those and then they make that recommendation to you. Um, not based on what they're going to make because it doesn't, it doesn't matter which fund they use, they get paid the same. And so that kind of removes that, that bias towards um, a higher priced investment. So there's transparency there. Um, Fee-based advisors will disclose to you all of the fees that you're going to pay. And again, that's part of that fiduciary responsibility that they carry with the licenses that they hold. A commission-based registered representative does not have a fiduciary responsibility to you. They have what's called a suitability responsibility to you. And suitability simply means that all things being equal, this, is, this, this investment is pretty suitable to what your needs are. Well, you got to kind of ask yourself, do you just want investments that are suitable? Or do you want them specifically tailor-made to your goals and your, your dreams and what it is that you want to accomplish? So just give you something there to think about. Now, what's kind of interesting today is a lot of these big firms, um, Edward Jones, Merrill Lynch, LPL, some of these big companies that you've heard of because the fiduciary word is being spread around a lot these days. People are learning about it. People are learning the difference between commissioned and fee-based much more people are, are leaving these stockbrokers and going to fee-based advisors. So what's kind of interesting today is that these big companies are starting to offer fee-based services. They're like, well, if we can't beat them, we'll join them. So that's kind of interesting because you have to think about it this way. They're wearing two different hats. They can be a suitability commission-based person one day, and they can be a fee-based advisor the next it's kind of an interesting blend so over the next few years we're gonna we're gonna watch and see what the sec and you know our regulating bodies do with this because it's kind of strange that you can wear those two hats whereas if you're just a registered investment advisor you got the one license and you're fee-based that's all you do you don't sell anything for commissions so something to think about when you're working with yeah they may be a big name but are they working in your best interest. And at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. You want somebody that cares about your money as much as you do and your goals as much as you do. And you want to understand exactly what it is you own and why you own it. And are you getting the value for what you're paying? So that's it for today's show. That's salesman versus advisors. If you've got questions, I want you to check out my website, go to retirementlifestylesadvisors.com. And you can see how we manage money for our clients. If you want to reach out, have a phone call with me, you can do that through the website or you can simply visit talktopatrick.com and my calendar will pop up. Find a convenient day and a time and we'll have a 30-minute phone call. Didn't cost you a thing. Also, if you are getting close to retirement and close to retirement, I'll say five years or less, or if you're already there, I want to give you my retirement survival kit. I want to send you a box that's going to include a copy of my book, a um, bunch of reports and checklists that are going to help you in retirement, some um, recordings of the podcast, all kinds of cool stuff, just a really cool box. It's a survival kit. I want to get that into your hands, and all you got to do is text the word free kit to the number 33222. That number again, 33. 222 and the word is free kit f-r-e-e-k-i-t 
all one word. Send it to that number and I will get your retirement survival kit in your hands ASAP. Thanks for listening today and I wish you the best in retirement. If you got something good out of this podcast, be sure to rate it. Make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out and share it with your friends. You can always follow me on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you don't already have a copy of my book, Retirement 101, you can grab a free copy today at retirement101book.com. Thanks for joining me and I wish you the best in retirement.